Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the 425 Show, your place to be for all things real estate and lifestyle related here on the East Side. I'm your host, Nicole Mangina, with Windermere Real Estate. Thanks for joining us this morning. Uh, we were chatting before the show about the real estate market here on the East Side. It was a busy weekend. It was very interesting to me. I was out with um, some buyers over the weekend. I was seeing lots of activity. Several properties um, in Kirkland that we were looking at went pending over the weekend, came on the market on Friday, and by Monday they were under contract. Uh, so I think that's a good sign. means buyers are out there. There's strength in the market. I also had my listings get quite a bit of activity. We put one of them under contract this weekend. So, you know, the fourth quarter is always one of those like, oh, do you buy? Do you not buy? Do you sell? Do you not sell? I would say right now things are good. You know, for buyers, it seems like things are coming on the market. And for selling sellers, things are definitely getting activity. So also for sellers, you know, the excise tax uh, rates change January 1st. So whenever you sell a house in Washington State, you pay. It's called excise tax. Currently, it is 1.78% of the price of your home starting January 1st. Uh, and we'll put a chart on the website after the show, NicoleMangina.com forward slash podcast. But they're doing a graduated um excise tax. So depending on your sales price, depends on how much you pay, what your percentage is. For some people, it will actually be more expensive to Mm. sell after the first day of the year. So if you're on the fence, now may be the right time. If you have questions, you can always find me via email, Nicole at NicoleMangina.com. I'm happy to walk through that with you and help you decide what might be the best timing for you, whether you're buying or selling. There you go. Real estate update for the week. Check. Uh, and now I get to introduce our amazing guest today, Sarah Rose Bernhardt. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? Good. Thank you for being here. Yeah, I was trying course. to figure out the best, like this is because you do a lot. This is what you do. You do a lot of things. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, and we will dive into all of those this morning because you, well, you tell us what you do because oh man, you'll get it right, and I won't. Uh, well, thank you. Uh, happy to be here. I'm a, a mover, a maker, and a, a mischief maker for sure. I and love a, that it's on your website. Yes. Chief mischief maker. I was like, oh, this is a gal. Yeah, I, I know. feel like the word mischief, especially as an adult, has like a lot of negative connotation. It's usually associated with like trouble or mayhem. Yes. And so um, with what I do, I always joke and say like, I help you add mischief and magic to your life, mm-hmm. whether it's through one of the classes that I'm teaching, whether it's through my personal coaching that I do, or I also run a monthly event in Seattle that's called Daybreaker, where we add a whole lot of mischief to your morning. So um, between all those things, I feel like I just am helping people create community and magic and mischief in what they do. And we all need more of that. Amen. Especially as adults. Like, I feel like it's it's really easy to get stuck in your everyday routine, and it's really easy to get trapped behind your desk or trapped behind your phone or what you think you should be doing. And as we get older, those circles get a lot smaller and mm-hmm. it's harder to try new things. So sure. I'm always encouraging people like have a little bit of fun in your day, whether it's one minute, like having a dance party or saying hi to people in the elevator. I was definitely talking up to complete strangers in the elevator and they were like, where are you from? Oh, there you <laughs> go. It's got to be interesting because so. there's some fairly conservative yes. people in this building, right? Yes. It's not all radio stations. Exactly. So, you, so there's all kinds of people you can meet in the elevator here. It's true. It's true. That's, you know, I, and I think that's so great. I catch myself, this is often a kind of a weekend thing that we go through in our house because, you know, my husband and I, Gary, we work full time Mm -hmm. and we've got the kids and um, 
it's easy to get stuck in like chore mode yeah. on the weekends, yeah. right? I mean, I think there's obviously bigger overarching things that you need kind of some mischief in, but it comes up even on a weekly basis mm-hmm. of, okay, there's chores that we should get done, mm-hmm. you know, laundry and grocery shopping and all that kind of stuff. Um, but to make sure, A, not only are we having fun, but that we're doing some fun things interacting with our kids yeah. versus just shuttling them from one practice. Yeah. You know, there's things that need to be done, but how can we make this more fun? How can we connect more yeah, exactly. as we're doing this? Yeah, how do you make the mundane a little more fun? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, everyone's got a routine, but how can you spice it up, even if it's just yes. having a conversation that's a little more mindful or having... Um, some fun with it, especially if you have kids. Like yes. when they see their parents having fun, like that instills that sense of fun in them. Like I really thank both my parents for that. They're very, very playful and they still have a ton of fun in their relationship. And I, I've seen that echoed throughout my whole life. Yeah. So I try to do the same in mine and it just spreads, it. right? Like if you have a little bit of that, someone else catches it and it just continues to grow. And the East Siders especially, I think, need that. We so all <laughs> use more fun. Yeah. Currently, our extra fun is, we were talking about it before the show, our 15-year-old is learning to drive. Which can be very fun. So he is doing a lot of the driving right now, which for the most part is fun. We did have an experience over the weekend where my husband and I were both in the car yelling, slow down. <laughs> White knuckling it. Like, <laughs> oh no. Time. That was less fun. But the rest of it was pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he's having a good time. Well, good. For sure. Good. Um, yeah. How did you get into all of this? Oh, man. Um, I mean, I, I grew up being very theatrical. Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents always joked that I'm named after Sarah Bernhardt, the famous French actress. She's okay. actually family, like great, great, great aunt. So it's in my bloodline oh, I love it. to be dramatic. And then the street I grew up on was Broadway. So okay, I was always throwing productions for like my birthday or for holidays. My dad built me a giant stage in our backyard. I had like costumes and lighting like it's always been a thing that's your, and, and your parents supported that and I think totally that's they full like were like yep you do whatever you want to do we'll, we'll support you in what it is mm-hmm. um and I went to UW go dogs and yeah. I studied dance and philosophy okay. so continued that like theatrical approach mm-hmm. to learning and then after I graduated and during the recession mm-hmm. was like okay what am I going to do with my life now I'm going to keep learning so I went and did yoga school did personal training school mm-hmm. That opened up the door to also coaching, mm-hmm. so a wellness coaching certification of helping people just right. make more mindful choices in the things they do. And then mm-hmm. that has just continued to kind of transform. So I've been teaching for years. Mm-hmm. I teach at Bar 3 in Kirkland. Um, I teach at a sober treatment facility in Bellevue. So people in Great. various stages of recovery, teaching them meditation and yoga, mm-hmm. just to get them grounded in their bodies. I have personal training clients. I have wellness coaching clients. And then... Um, being involved in the yoga community kind of transformed me into doing these monthly events in Seattle called Daybreaker. Yeah, let's dive into yeah. that. I had not heard about that yeah. until I was on your website, and that looks really fun. It's it's one of my favorite things I do because um, it feels like it ties everything in mm-hmm. that I love together in one big event. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, a global movement. We're in 26 okay. cities around the world. Okay. It started in New York uh, five years ago, Okay, and it was a group of... Um, People that were, you know, not fresh out of college, mm-hmm. you know, entering into adulthood, sure. had quote unquote normal jobs, mm-hmm. but were really missing the nightlife. But they also didn't like aspects of the nightlife, like, the, like the heavy drinking, mm-hmm. um, feeling unsafe as a female going out. Uh, yeah. Um, just that culture tends sure. to be a little darker. And it's also right. not sustainable if you have to get up and be a human the next day. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> so they were like, what if we did it in the morning? Okay. What if we did no alcohol? 
Mm-hmm. It if instead we had like healthy food and snacks. Okay. And what if we were really intentional about the energy we were creating so that you could carry that throughout the rest of the day? So Daybreaker was born. Um, it's a three-hour experience. We start with one hour of yoga okay. to help be grounded and connect with ourselves, mm-hmm. to connect with others. And then it's two hours of like a nightclub dancing, but in the morning. Okay. So yoga's at 6 a.m. We okay. dance from 7 to 9 a.m. It's themed. It's in a different location every month. And then we have a special closing performance at the end to kind of help wrap up all the energy we've mm-hmm. cultivated. And then we leave everyone with like a little intention to carry throughout the rest of their day. So it's a really magical experience um, with the theme. Like people wear costumes and some people go all out. Like yes. Full. And we have had a gentleman. My favorite is he came dressed up as a full pinata, like oh. a pinata costume and was throwing candy at people. That's like, how do you create your own? Pin- uh-huh. And he painted his face. I mean, it was a full production. I, I so admire people that can do that. Yeah. It's, and, it's a little, I'm not that mischievous. I'm a little too. Well, I was like, for that. but I totally you. appreciate it when other people do it because I think it's awesome. Exactly. And so, um, and it's like cool to create a space for someone who yes. like, wants to go that far on the spectrum. Awesome. I yes. totally am all about it. Um, so that really helps with the, It's in the morning too, mm-hmm. which feels extra mischievous. Right. Like you're up before everyone else. Uh-huh. So we do that every month. Okay. Um, and I, I feel very fortunate to be able to kind of call upon my friends in the yoga industry or my friends that are DJs mm-hmm. and be like, hey, can you come, you know, help me in this yes. crazy wild event that I do every month? And people always say yes. And we partner with great venues in Seattle. So we'd like to dance in places you wouldn't normally mm-hmm. get to dance in. Sure. So we're at Melrose Market Studios this month. Great. Next week. And we're teaming up with Stayin' Alive, which does a weekly disco party. Okay. So it's going to be a zombie disco. Of course. You know, because that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. October. So if somebody is out there thinking, I want to go check out this Daybreaker thing. Yeah. Where would they go? They can find us on any social platform, Daybreaker Seattle. You can just go to daybreaker.com. Okay. Slash SEA. Or you can check out Daybreaker globally, too. What's great is that since we are in 26 Mm -hmm. cities around the world, it's most of the major cities. So like on the West Coast, we're in San Francisco. We're in L.A. Mm -hmm. You, if you're ever over in Miami, they throw really crazy parties I there. I can only imagine. New York does it every two weeks because wow. New York well, is New, New York. York. Yeah, right? we're in Amsterdam. We're in Paris. Uh, we're in Tokyo. We just launched in Berlin. We're in Australia. I mean, we're everywhere. So it's a global community of like-minded people that just want to start their day early and with magic and mischief. That's great. And you do it during the, it's a weekday that you do it, right? We do Wednesdays typically because middle of the week, like kind of helps push you to the weekend. And again, like you wouldn't expect something like that on a Wednesday, which is what we like. We like to do the unexpected. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Excellent. And if if you're out there listening and this daybreaker sounds appealing to you, I would totally encourage you to go check it out on social media um, because the pictures are great. Yeah. I mean, it just looks like the most fun and it's amazing to see everybody's costumes. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's like all said. ages. So we Is have it? we have people bring their kids. We've had okay. um, little ones as small as like three months old. Of course, okay. they have ear protection, so sure. they're fine there. And then um, he's our designated dancer. His name is Terry, and I believe he's in his 70s. And he comes to every single party. And he comes really? by himself. Okay. Doesn't care. And he just gets down on the dance floor. So it's truly really? all ages. Um, helps bring out that inner child, helps you find a little bit of that mm-hmm. everyday magic that you can create. That's for great. Yourself. 
and yes, to be in an environment in where everybody's comfortable in their own skin doing yes. their thing, I think it's fantastic. Exactly. That yeah. is really great. All right. Daybreaker. People go check it out. <laughs> Tell me all about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll try to get you there right. one of these. We'll so. work up to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but let's chat about some of your other things that you do with your mischief making. Mm-hmm. Um, coaching. Mm-hmm. You do wellness coaching and yeah. other things. What are some of the biggest things that you help people with? What are some of the ways that, because I have to admit, I associate mischief with donuts, which really does Ah. not usually work into wellness coaching. Life's all about balance, man. You can have donuts if you, you know, most of the time Average on balance. Okay. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, nowadays everyone's a coach, which I think is lovely. Because I think the more that we get secluded behind our phones or within our small Mm -hmm. communities, it's really easy to feel alone. Sure. And so I always associate being a coach with just someone that walks alongside you mm-hmm. and helps you reinforce the choices that you want to make. So, Beautifully said. So I'm not there to like, if you want to have a donut, awesome, but don't beat yourself up about it. And, sure. you know, if you're trying to eat healthier, then okay, if you're making a choice for a donut now, like what other choices can we make later that mm-hmm. are going to be help you towards your goal? Sure. So in my coaching, I always try to strive that balance of you're you're the driver mm-hmm. i'm the passenger that's totally rooting you on i'm like your fun gps mm-hmm. that's like yeah straight ahead fantastic if we take a wrong turn we could be like okay that wasn't the right way but what did we learn from it and how do we get back on track right. so i try to make it really fun really partnership driven mm-hmm. um like i have a client right now in new york who just launched his own fitness brand and his own studio wow that's yeah exciting. we've been working together for months and it's really, really exciting to see him go from working a corporate fitness Mm -hmm. job to creating his own curriculum and helping him just continue to make good choices that are going to help get him on his feet. Sure. And now he's launched and successful and he's doing great and just continuing to be by his side and Mm -hmm. cheer him on because it's so easy to feel siloed when you're working towards a goal. Yes. That you, you feel like no one else understands what you're going through or, you know, you don't know where to turn. So having someone else to echo that for you or to, like, give you the information that you need and just to continue to support you mm-hmm. is really helpful. That's fantastic. And I love what you said about kind of your vision of what you think a coach is because I 100% agree with that in that we all get off track, mm-hmm. you know. And it's funny. I think people set, like, oh, I'm going to be different somehow, right? I'm going to mm-hmm. not eat donuts or work out every day or whatever it is that their new intention is. And then something happens and life happens. Life happens. Right. Yeah. And it doesn't go exactly the way they planned. And then it's easy to get off track and just, well, forget it. I'm just not cut out for that. But the reality mm-hmm. is, is we all get off track. Like that's just oh, yeah. part of it. Yeah. Um, and saying that is one thing, but then getting back on track and not beating yourself up yeah. is another and it's it's pretty difficult to do if you don't have a coach yeah or you don't have the information right like you don't know how to deal with setbacks mm-hmm. I think a lot of people we get in that shame spiral of like oh yes. I fell off the wagon and now I don't I'm a horrible person and it just continues to right. spiral out of control mm-hmm. but if you can catch it pretty early right and like reframe it rewrite the story for yourself sure. it's so much easier to get back on track mm-hmm. and um I'm all about the like the little wins. So it's, yes. the, it's the tiny little choices that add up to big change. Mm-hmm. So it's it's literally like what's one thing you can do today sure. that's going to help you towards that goal. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's just drinking more water or yeah. like going for a walk for lunch. Mm-hmm. It, it can be that simple. And then once people start building up that eth- self-efficacy of like, oh, I'm 
made a good choice or, you know, oh, yeah, my gosh, I out. totally did that. Yeah. That helps them take those bigger steps towards mm-hmm. bigger things. For sure. So, like, when I have coaching clients that want to lose a lot of weight before a big event, mm-hmm. it's like we totally dial it back to something really, really simple of, like, let's look at just every day. What are you doing? Right. Like, we're not going to make any changes the first week. I just want you to document everything you do, everything you eat, mm-hmm. everything you, like, what thoughts come in. Sure. And then we examine that and then we're like, oh, see, there's some stuff like even in the day to day that just tiny little changes mm-hmm. that start to add up. So sure. Um, and that to me is very magical because it is this like I'm not doing the work. Mm-hmm. I'm just reflecting back to you. Sure. Of what you're doing. And Absolutely. So, that's all we need is someone to be like, oh, I am doing those things or, yeah. oh, I could change that pretty easy. So yeah. it's it's pretty fun that's great well yeah journaling leads to awareness and awareness is powerful amen it's yeah. amazing how little awareness we have mm-hmm. we're on about pilot so much so much and that's it just is what it is yeah. but that little bit of awareness can make a big difference yeah and the, i think what's really cool too is in the world of wellness is like mindfulness mm-hmm. has gotten really popular which i am all about yes you know meditation is really blown up mm-hmm. and it is that um the ability to watch your thoughts and just yes. notice and then catch it Mm-hmm. So rather than being stuck in that same shame spiral or like negative self-talk, like sure. by being mindful and slowing down and catching it, you're like, oh, I can control that. Or, oh, I don't have to listen to that. Or mm-hmm. that is a good thought. I'm going to follow that one instead. Right. So it's, it's the wellness industry, I feel like, is changing really fast. Mm-hmm. And even though technology is part of the problem, I think it's also helping a lot. Absolutely. Just getting information out. So I'm, I'm in on this wild ride. Whatever's yeah. happening. I think it's great. Yeah. Great. What kind of yoga do you teach? Uh, I teach a little bit of everything. Um, at the treatment facility, we're doing a lot more gentle mm-hmm. yoga. Like, we don't even stand the whole time. We're seated the whole time. Great. And it's a lot of meditation. Sure. Um, the population I work with is, mm-hmm. you know, coming from detox. Sure. So they're going they're through a lot. Depleted. Yeah. Yeah. And they're so used to numbing themselves with substances alcohol mm-hmm. what have you that just getting them comfortable in their own body is probably a lot yeah and in their minds too of realizing they're not their thoughts they are not mm-hmm. what they used to be and really being gentle about that so sure. do really gentle yoga to help calm the body mm-hmm. gentle stretching just help get their organs move in and then it's mostly meditation but then um other places I teach, I'll do power. I love mm-hmm. the like fiery, fun, like yeah. high energy. That's right. totally my vibe. Mm-hmm. And um, at bar three, it's a pretty Those high are tempo workout. They are. They're really, really intense, yes. but they're super fun. They are. And what I love about all of that is the community aspect. That's what always keeps mm-hmm. me in the fitness world is sure. the ability to bring people together. Mm-hmm. Everyone's collective energy rises everyone up. Sure. And then you leave with that and you just, I always feel like I can take on the world after a workout class. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for anything. For sure. So everywhere I am, that's kind of my goal is just make people feel better l- than when they walked in. Like Perfect. If you can leave feeling better than you started, my, my job is done. Excellent. Yeah. If somebody wants to work with you, whether yeah. it's for coaching or some, how, what's the best way for them to find you? Oh, man. Well, they can find me, my website, just sarahrosebernhardt.com mm-hmm. or completethemission.com. That's a family phrase. Oh, I saw that on your website. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, it's my my dad um, ever since I was small. Mm-hmm. You know, it tells everyone in our family, whatever you do, complete the mission. Huge, by yeah. the way. If that, I think that's such a powerful thing for him yeah. to taught you. Exactly. So if you start something, finish it. It Do- mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Just complete it. 
So completethemission.com, sarahrosebernhardt.com. Okay. You can also find me on social. Uh, I'm Chief Mischief Maker on Instagram. So yes. you can find me that way too. But yeah, and I'm around. I mean, I feel like mm-hmm. you can find me. Yeah, you're three. doing a lot of things. <laughs> find me at Daybreaker. All yeah, right. Lots we'll of places. We'll have links to all of it on the website Wonderful. after the show. NicoleMangina.com forward slash podcast. Again, we have Sarah Rose Bernhardt on the show with us today. Chief Mischief Maker. Oop. And all around amazing person. Oh, you're so sweet. For sure. Absolutely. Well, no, you are. I, I just, I love your take on everything of just being there to be that kind of guiding force for people um, without judgment, awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole, I think the complete the mission thing is just something that really speaks to my soul because that yeah. it's amazing how often we give up on ourselves. Yes. I mean, yeah. we do it on really on a daily basis. Yeah. Right. Um, and that, that thing that comes from completing something like actually seeing it all the way through mm-hmm. what that does for kind of our energy and our confidence and just so many different things in life and the springboard effect of that yeah is really huge especially I mean I feel like I see it too in my close group of friends I mm-hmm. mean I have a lot of motivated mm-hmm. really amazing people that are in my circle but it's that same thing of when when I see my friends mm-hmm. Slaying their goals, like yes, killing it at work, like just really like setting their mind to something and ab- and absolutely <laughs> just demolishing it. Mm-hmm. Like it does the same for you, right? You're right. like, oh my gosh, I can do it too. Or I yes. want, I want to have that same sense of pride. Mm-hmm. And collectively, then we lift each other up. Which yes, again, the power of community is so so important. Mm-hmm. And as we continue to kind of figure out what technology how it fits into our sure. life, I think. Figuring out how to continue to drive community, mm-hmm. whether it's behind a phone, whether it's in person, like so, so important. So this is really cool. What you're doing is you're taking, you're building community this way. Absolutely. And using technology to your advantage mm-hmm. to continue to inspire people. Yes, so, and to reach a wider audience. Exactly. Than otherwise. Which is amazing. And if mm-hmm. you can continue to do that in everyday life, like everyone is going to be so much better. Yeah, absolutely. I, the community part is huge. I feel very fortunate of to have that in my own life of I've got some really good girlfriends and we always like we're rooting for each other. Yes. You oh. know, and we celebrate each other's successes mm-hmm. and there's never been a, oh gosh, she did it and I didn't, or, you know, like one person's success has to make another feel less than, you know, yeah. we're, we're all there. Cause we've been through the, we've been through the good and the, like the, the messy in the middle. Yeah. Part. And especially um, as females too. I think that, um, a lot of my communities are all female driven mm-hmm. too. I always call them goddess circles because we're all goddesses. I love it. But, you know, going from like middle school, high school, where mm-hmm. sometimes girlfriends are very hard to come by because mm-hmm. it is that like competitive nature. Sure. And then when you're in your college age and mm-hmm. that younger 20s, like it still feels very competitive. So it's really great to come out the other side of that and have the opposite of where like my girlfriends. I know I can turn to them for anything sure. and they always have my back and I have theirs and we do continue to mm-hmm. lift each other up, which I think women can do absolutely amazing things when they work together. Absolutely. Oh, bless, bless you. you. <laughs> <laughs> little sneeze in the background from Benny. <laughs> Just the season. I know. Drink your water and eat your vitamins. I people. know. We're taking vitamin C and D in oh, our house like crazy. I right know. Now. I'm like, I need to get my flu shot today. Oh, I'm so paranoid because I'm around so many people. I'm like, I can't get sick and I don't want to get other people sick. Yeah. Ooh. No, that's all right. We'll do a little. Yeah. Knock on the fake yeah. wood. And I do think there's something to that. Like you said, going through high school and watching it with our 
our boys even right now, yeah. it's like you're just trying to fit in. So you get into a group and you're like, OK, I'm into something. Yeah. And then <laughs> and usually it's a it's a good. But, you know, as you get older, you kind of get you get to select your own a little bit more. Yeah. Or you're you're drawn from a wider pool. Exactly. And I think I mean, we're all I think uh, as humans, all we want is that connection. Mm-hmm. We're really striving for it. And when we're younger, we're not sure how to do that. So sometimes we change, you know, who sure. we are, or what we actually want to do or mm-hmm. who we want to be. And, and as we get older, you know, we get stronger in our ability to be like, no, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. This is what I have to offer. Absolutely. And if you like that, awesome. Like, come join my come join my crew. Absolutely. So, yeah, I'm sure it's really interesting having a, a what, how, 15? We have a 15 and a 12-year-old. It's Ooh. a 7th grade and 10th grade. Yeah, they're like figuring out how they fit into the world. And, oh, and then you get to be the parent to like. You know, you don't want to tell them what to do, but you have to give them enough wiggle room to make their own choices. So interesting to be on the parent side of it. Like, I can imagine. I still vividly remember the kids' side of it. Yeah. But now there's the parent side of it. In fact, yeah. I was laughing with a girlfriend over the weekend. So remember scrunchies? Uh, yeah, I still have one. What well, apparently about? they're back. Of course they're back. 90s are back. Totally back. But there's a twist, oh. at least in middle school. I, don't, I haven't checked with the high school. So now the girls, when they wear their scrunchies, if they like a boy, they give him the scrunchie. And that's that's how you know that a girl oh. likes you. And so I was talking to a mom, and her son came home and was like, hey, mom, can I have a scrunchie? She's like, you know it's not the same. And he's like, I know, but so-and-so at school has lots of scrunchies. Oh, <laughs> yeah. interesting. Okay. So there's your little tip out there in the world. If you've got kids in school, there's there's more to the whole scrunchie thing. How than, funny. Uh, than the, I, don't, we, I don't think we had that. I don't remember no. there being any hidden message. No. I don't think the guys think were so. in the scrunchies. Boys' hair also wasn't as long as it is now. Yeah. Boys I don't hair think is they wear it. They just maybe just wear it on their wrist. Me okay. being maybe. the male in the room, no, no, there was no hidden messages, <laughs> at least that I noticed. How funny. <laughs> Benny's huh? going to definite no on the scrunchie. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> How funny. So there you go. There's your Insider 425 tip right now. Oh, I like it. <laughs> I'll keep my eyes peeled. I know, right? Now you're going to be watching mm-hmm. what's, what's with the scrunchies. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um back to coaching (laughs) (laughs) a little side note um again sarahrosebernhardt.com yeah people want to coach with you s-a-r-a-h-r-o-s-e that's my first name and then bernhardt is b-e-r-n-h-a-r-d-t yes yeah chief mischief maker. chief mischief maker we all need more of it more joy more just more fun and it's Mm -hmm. you know like i said even on the weekends there we're finding ways to bring more fun to sometimes sometimes we're still doing chores but yeah but there's more ways we how can, can you it. make chores fun though? yes usually with some really loud music exactly i like to set a timer <laughs> like i'll be like okay we have five minutes mm-hmm. we have to clean up the living room as fast as we can ready go, go. and then it, you know you take something min- mundane yeah. make it fun there you go i love it little things like that perfect Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. It's been really fun. I highly encourage you guys to reach out to Sarah Rose if you have questions or you just need some more mischief in your life. Or come and take a class at bar. Yes, please. Because then you'd be mischievous and look amazing. We do it all. We do it all. And if you have real estate questions, you can always find me via email, Nicole at NicoleMangina.com. Take care, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.